Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, everyone. You are tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for the Golden Globe special. We have so much to talk about from Sunday Night's show, so make sure you Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the After Buzz TV After Show for The Voice. Ooh, not The Voice. Sorry, I thought about The Voice because I was listening to this amazing song. Um, Her voice is awesome for the Golden Globes. Um, we have so much to talk about tonight. This song is the Golden Globe winning song for best original song in a movie, so we'll definitely chat about it. I am your host. My name is Danny Golub. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Golub. Co-hosts, where can they find you? Go for it. Oh, hey everyone. I'm Lauren Pacheco. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lauren T. Pacheco. And I'm Liza Rubin. You can find me on Instagram at Liza.Rubin. I really love this song. I could listen to this song all day, and I pretty much have been. Um, there is, like, truly just so much to talk about from Sunday Night Show. I think it's probably one of the most unique award shows I've ever watched. I feel like I watch them every single year, and it was kind of nice to see something that was just different this time, um, for a good cause, for that matter. Um, all the women and men, for the most part, wore black. We are wearing black as well tonight to stand in solidarity with the Time's Up movement, because it is very important. Um, we will talk all about it, that, and fashion, and Seth Meyer, and literally everything tonight. Um, let's start with fashion, because why not? A lot of people, you know, aren't necessarily talking about the fashion. I know that was a little bit of why they did the all black, but come on, we can't still not talk about it at all, right. because yeah. it looks amazing. That's the, right. that's the biggest thing, though, is a lot of people with what they wear, that makes a statement in itself, and I think this is the biggest kind of platform to do that. Oh, we had a malfunction over I only here. have a one lightning bolt now, so it's okay. <laughs> Listen, she's <laughs> expressing herself through her one lightning bolt. She has so many feelings that lightning literally just struck in our... Um, we, you know what? Outside. Rain in California does crazy things today. That's true. So we are having a day. Anyway, um, let's talk fashion. So we're only going to do best dress for the purposes of this movement. I don't think anybody looked bad, honestly. You really can't go wrong in a black dress. Like, I feel like the amount of risk-taking that you can do is a little bit more limited, but it was it was for the best because I think everyone looked incredible. Um, this is one of my best dress picks. Dre- best dressed picks. That is a tongue twister. Nicole Kidman. She always takes fashion risks and always looks incredible, and I loved this. Like, I lived for this dress. She It was a big night for her. She won an award. Her show literally sweeped it one in every category, and... She and Keith Urban are, like, my ultimate couple goals. I want to be them, and I want to look just like this in this dress. What do you guys think of this one? I think... I love Nicole's style. I personally love it. I know she gets a lot of... She does. And she just wear. I think it's so her. It's so her own. She doesn't really care what anyone else thinks, and she's not afraid to be different. Um, that being said, you know... With a black dress, like you said, it's it's kind of hard to not take a classic approach with it, but I love that she kind of went for it with this. So, yeah. Nicole, A+, plus, my friend. We loved it. Yes. 
And um, who was one of your top picks? Um, I did Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Oh, I she loved was, her dress. I did as well. She was wearing Gucci, and it was really pretty in the back as well. It had, like, a really amazing, like, bedazzled chain yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. Hers was really, really gorgeous. You know, I just think that, like, the way that people took black and made it their own in, like, different ways was really cool. People, mm-hmm. like, did black with, like, embellishments. Like, Kelly Clarkson had the gold sleeve. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like... Um, Saoirse Ronan, who we have up right now, had like the silver cap and the and the silver dash. Who was also one of my best dressed. I think she looked awesome, and it was another big night for her. She was wearing Versace. Um, Saoirse always looks awesome, and I, I just love absolutely Saoirse. love her. She is so cool. If I could pick yeah. a celebrity best friend, I think it'd be Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> and then Liza, so cool. this was one of your best dress. This was one of my best dress. I, I saw her on the carpet. It was so simple yet. Just so cool. And she looked absolutely gorgeous. Um, I don't know if you can see it, but she had on this, like, makeup, and it was this really beautiful rose gold color on her um, eyes, and it was just, I don't know, I, I think it just went together flawlessly. She looked literally like a million dollars, obviously. She, like, the celebrity she is. I mean, those diamonds. Yeah, like, yeah obviously the crazy. draped diamonds. Um, it gave this dress a little bit more of you know, a little bit more oomph. She had yeah, the yeah. statement jewelry with her. Um, I don't know. I, I thought she went classic, but I loved it. Her and her husband, too, were, like, coordinating, which was super cute. Oh, they were both cute. wearing, like, the velvet velour or whatever. And oh, he said cute. it, like, in a in an interview. He was like, we're coordinating. So he's, like, super excited. Like, it was cute. Yeah. <laughs> that is Aww. cute. Allie Bailey in the chat says she loved Eva Longoria's. So shout out to Allie. Thank you for uh, Ooh, tuning in with us. Um, yeah, there were some other really amazing looks. Um, I think we have Reese Witherspoon's up here, too, somewhere. Reese looked amazing and again I felt like I we were joking about this um earlier but I feel like it was Reese's like birthday party <laughs> Reese literally owned the night like she was really one of the forefront people in the Time's Up movement that along with like her show just sweeping and I just felt like she was living her best life and yeah. like this dress could not have done anything better for her either it was like so beautiful on her figure and like structured at the top I loved the entire thing she looked awesome and it was just such a different vibe on the carpet. Not only inside, but on the carpet. It's crazy because I was sitting in the truck um, and we yeah, were trying meanwhile, to... Meanwhile, Liza was there. We have to like <laughs> rephrase that every no. time. She works for E, so she was there and got to actually see these people yes. in person. Um, so we were sitting in the truck and we just had to remake all these new lower thirds and nameplates for people that were walking up because so many people not only brought um, activists, social activists yeah, which for was the amazing. Time's Up movement... Um, but they also brought their celebrity best friends. So Reese came with Eva Longoria. Um, there was a couple others. They, they that brought came their together, squad. and it was just yeah, like was everyone was rallying up. They walked up together, and um, there was a moment on the carpet which was amazing. It was, um, I believe, who was it? America Ferrera and a couple mm. others, and Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman too, and yeah. they clumped together. And Mariah was on the carpet, Mariah Carey, and she was like, no, come here, come here. And they all just got together, this huge girl squad. It was amazing. It was just Mm -hmm. so cool and so unifying. I loved it. It was really cool to see. Speaking of the carpet, I feel like we have to touch a little bit on Eva Longoria and Deborah Messing, who both brought attention to the Time's Up movement. Um, I think we have a video of Deborah Messing. Um, They both brought to the uh, attention that Kat Sadler had left E!, and she left because of a pay disparity um, between her and her male counterpart. Um, if you want to just uh, check this out as well, I'll um, kind of go over what she's saying at the same time. But yeah, basically, um, they want Cat back, and they want Cat back with equal pay. And I think that they're not alone in feeling that. 
Let's see if we can um, if we can hear what she says. And we want diversity. We want um, intersectional gender parity. We want equal pay. And I mean, you know, I was so shocked to hear that that E doesn't believe in paying their their female co-hosts the same as their male co-hosts. I mean, I, I miss Kat Sadler. So, yeah, that's... and um, so we stand with her. And that's something that can change tomorrow. You know, we want people to start having this conversation that women are just as valuable as men. Right. And, well, I, yeah, and I think and I... Um, what is so important about what both Deborah uh, Messing and Eva Longoria pretty much said the same thing is it's not just Kat. Like, this is in every industry across the board, and that's what's so important. I think that, like, Kat, they can use her as an example, and I think it's really neat that they're using, like, a host. I feel like so often at award shows and stuff, the hosts kind of just get swept up in the mix, and you don't really think that the celebrities care about them and, like, remember them in the way that they do. And, like, they kind of come out there, and it's really all about them, and the hosts usually do a really good job at that. But it was really nice to see them, like, rallying around her and being there for her. Um, What do you think, Lauren? Um, I totally agree. I thought it was crazy, though, that they mentioned it on E. Yeah, I do too. I was just like, wow, (laughs) they're being interviewed by E correspondents, and then they're kind of like... Not slamming, but like bringing it up on their channel and what is E supposed to do? They're live, so they just. Yeah, and and you know what? And I think Juliana and Ryan did the best that they could in that situation, given that, like, it's also their jobs and their livelihood, and they're not trying to, you know, risk that by any means. But I think it's an important conversation for across the board, and I think that what Deborah and Eva were doing on the carpet was giving a voice to people who don't have a voice. Like, Kat didn't have a voice in that moment because she wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And so many people across literally every industry don't feel like they have a voice. And so that was their opportunity to do that. Another um, woman that brought this movement up in a big way was Natalie Portman during the actual award show um, for the Best Director category, if we want to just roll this Uh, one. To be here to present the award for Best Director. And here are the all-male nominees. <laughs> so, if you notice, like, everybody here. laughs, but Natalie Portman does not. No. She goes, like, this isn't a joke. She kept her straight face and was like, that, that is a fact. I mean, it's a serious mm-hmm. issue. A lot of people were disappointed that Greta Gerwig wasn't nominated, and Lady Bird took home multiple awards last night. Uh, well, not last night, but yeah, that yeah. night. I mean, it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what were you saying earlier that someone hasn't gotten that award? Yeah, so uh, no one has won the, or no f- woman has won the best director category since Barbara Streisand, which was like in the 70s or 80s, which is like, what, 30, 40 years ago at this point. I was just thinking about all the female directors like Ava DuVernay and like Greta Gerwig this year, her movie won best comedy, best screenplay, and it had the best actress. Like, how is that not worthy of best at least a nomination for Best Director, because I actually do think Guillermo del Toro did deserve it for Shape of Water, but I don't think that she shouldn't have been nominated. And the same issue came up, again, for BAFTAs, which were the nominations were released this morning, and all five, again, so are men, and that's in England, and this is thus a global issue. It's not just here. It's literally everywhere. Right. Um, and so more on, like, the actual show. Um, so what did we think of Seth Myers as a host? I know, like, when he got up there, he... You know, started the night with, like, good evening, ladies and remaining gentlemen, which I thought was, you know, he set the tone, and I, I think he did the best that he could, and I, th- but I also think, like, all of us at AfterBuzz could agree it would have been nice to have a woman hosting. I definitely agree, considering 
the tone of the industry, I mean, you're right. He did the best that he could. He was funny. And I think with whatever comedian you get, you're going to have some jokes are like, ooh, should he really have said there was that? One, right, right. There was um, one cringy. There was, there was, yeah, yeah, there was, was like a cringy. couple that What were. was the, the cringiest was the, um, his Harvey Weinstein joke. Right. Yeah. Is that appropriate? Mm-hmm. I mean, but the reality is, is the fact that people, okay, so the joke was, the next time Harvey Weinstein's here, you know, people are going to be, the first, he'll be the first person booed in the in memory section. But everyone was like, ooh. But I was really like, why are we still feeling bad for him? Like, I, <laughs> I had that moment of, like, this guy, it has been confirmed by multiple people that he is a rapist. Like, why are we still being like, ooh, like, cringe, I shouldn't be saying these negative things about him. Like, he's not here, he shouldn't be here. I don't right. know. Part of me was, like, looking around this audience of men being like, not all you are uh, innocent. Like, you're innocent until proven guilty, but I don't believe for one second that there weren't men in that room that were guilty of similar things, mm-hmm. so... Well, and when you hire Seth as the host, you know that he's going to push push the boundaries, and that's just what's going to happen. Like, so when people are shocked by what he said, it's like, oh, come on. Like, you know he's going to say stuff like this, especially with with what's going on. Right. I I just, at a certain point, it's like, it's not funny anymore, kind of. Right. right. um, I know I've definitely still experienced comments, honestly, like, I've experienced a ton of comments where people are just, like, kind of making jokes about the whole movement and, oh, too soon. Like, no, yes. it's not too soon. In it's fact, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, time's up. Yeah, literally, time's up. Rose Rose Bud in the comments agrees. She goes, absolutely, where are the women? Thank you, Rose. I agree. Um, there's just, like, it would have been amazing if they could have gotten, like, Amy and Tina back for this year or something because they hosted it three times. And I really don't think the Globes have been the same since they left in my personal opinion but also I think they would have just been so on brand for the evening especially with the shows that won like Handmaid's Tale won Big Little Lies won these shows are shows that were on brand with the evening why not have a host and like Seth really did the best he could with what he was given it was a very delicate evening with Mm -hmm. very sensitive information and like very sensitive jokes and everyone was like he was under such a microscope. You know what I mean? Like he had to perform in the way that he did and he made jokes that were really funny and he like Honestly, I felt like he wasn't on the stage that much. He wasn't. I feel like he, yeah. like, besides the beginning, he wasn't really there much. Yeah, he right. wasn't. He wasn't He wasn't there that much. Um, but, I, yeah, I guess, like, there really wasn't... He, I mean, he, he's in a tough position. He was. I'm, when he was chosen to be the host, I'm sure he wasn't imagining what the vibe would be. Yeah. Um, so I think you're right. I think he dealt with what he could. At the end of the day, he's a comedian, um, not to make light of any subject, but I think he was also there to do his job and kind of give everyone a night where they could kind of laugh a little. Yeah, I think that he did a good job with like the, balancing the comedic and the and the seriousness of the night. Um, but yeah, it was it was challenging. I mean, so much of the night was like so many serious things. Like um, Elizabeth Moss in her acceptance speech for Best Actress in Drama Series was like quoting Margaret Atwood. Like it was it was pretty heavy and pretty serious. Um, and you know, so many of the the winners spoke about the movement, especially the female winners, um, as they do. And, and there was some backlash on the male winners not necessarily bringing it up in the same way that the female winners did. I think this is like a little bit of Seth's uh, opening right now, but yeah, I mean, he, he he looked dapper as ever. And what I thought was interesting is he was on the e-red carpet, and they made a comment. They're like, "Well, you're here, so you must not be that nervous." Because I feel like hosts in the past, they said, had been like backstage and didn't walk carpet. So he, you know, was out there with his wife, and his wife was wearing black, and so it was nice that he was out there to at least like be a part of it all. You right. know, 
I felt like he kind of had to see it. The carpet was like the woman's march on steroids. You know what I mean? Like all these women in black and like people who probably have never even met together, but like posing for photos mm-hmm. together, like wrapping their arms around each other. And I, I was talking about it yesterday, but I just feel like I hope that this like doesn't end. I hope this carries through all of award season. And I know the SAG Awards has all female um, presenters and. Uh, Kristen Bell is going to be hosting that one, so I hope that the, like the the tone of this award season remains the same. Right. I'm just really curious to see as if this black dress trend is going to continue. Are people still, you know, yeah, going to be to protesting all with you know what they're wearing? <laughs> right. I mean, the, I don't think that that will continue through all of award season, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like this wear, is like the, the pins. The or pins. Something. Yeah, they may remain because I remember last year a lot of people were wearing like the Planned Parenthood pins. Yeah, here's a photo. We have just like it's such like diverse I don't even think that these people have all necessarily worked together before and it's like so nice to see them all just like together and I feel like so many times in Hollywood women are pitted against each other it was really amazing to see them like banding together right and, it's like women helping women and we shouldn't be you know talking about each other behind our backs like you know when it comes to it we're there for each other and that's it. Right, and Sky Patterson in the comments said Guillermo del Toro winning Best Director was 25 years in the making. Like, I totally agree with you. I said Guillermo deserved it. I just think that Greta Gerwig should have been nominated. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not taking away from Guillermo's success, because I, I really do think that that movie was very well-deserving, right. and he's a spectacular director, and, like, it was a very Guillermo film. I just think that, you know we could see some diversity in the right. nomination. Listen, talent is talent. Exactly, no matter what your gender is. Women also have talent, too. Exactly. So. The only thing that I felt bad about, though, is that all of those directors, it's not necessarily their fault. Like, no, it's not. Like, what can they do about it? And it kind of, like, put their category down and, like, the winner down. Like, his face when they showed him on camera, he was just kind of like, like, what, is he supposed <laughs> he to do? what am I supposed to do? That's exactly how I felt about Ryan and Juliana on the carpet, though. You know what I mean? It's like, right. what, what are they supposed to do? Ryan was like, yeah, we love Kat. Like, of course he does. He worked with her for years. They're friends. Like, it's not, he wasn't the one deciding how much she was making. Exactly. You know? So I, that's, it's it's a very, like I said, a delicate evening. Um, but again, the, the show had to go on. Um, let's talk about some of the awards, some of the big winners. There were some upsets. There were some... Like let's like which ones were you excited about? So let's kind of separate into TV and movies. Let's do TV first because the Golden Globes are my favorite because you get both. So and everyone's like drinking and eating and having fun and like tons of moe flowing. Um, <laughs> so starting with TV, best television comedy series. This was like the most surprising for me of the evening. The marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah, one. I was surprised too. Um, it beat out like Blackish, Master of None, Will and Grace, like all these shows you hear people talking about all the time. Right. Um, Marvelous Ms. Maisel is an Amazon show. I've never watched it. TBH, never heard of it. <laughs> um, like, and I, like, watch everything on TV. Haven't heard of this one. That was probably my biggest upset of the night, just because I thought, like, Blackish would get a nod, or, like, Master of None. Master of None has, like, Aziz won in a different category, so I thought maybe it would win. See, I, I was actually the opposite. I've heard so many good things oh, about have. the Marvelous Miss Maisel that... I wasn't too surprised. I feel like, I don't know, it's progressive. It's really cool. The plot line's amazing. Um, and, you know, female lead. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, and I love that hat that this girl was wearing. Oh, yeah. Big on yes. hat. <laughs> All about a good top hat. Yes, definitely. What do you think, Lauren? Um, yeah, I was surprised. I've actually never seen it. I heard of it, like, one time. So I was pretty surprised. Amy Sherman Palladino, though, I love. So... 
I'm like, eh, now I kind of want to watch it because I feel like it's going to be a good show. Just have to buy Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or use my dad's. How many subscriptions do I have to get? Use my dad's. Thanks, Kenny. Go go in the the comments if you need my dad's password. Um, Anyway, (laughs) uh, best performance by an actor in a television comedy series we have is Yuzan Sari then for uh, Master of None. And I was really glad he won this one because at the Emmys, they like completely cut him off in his speech because he let his writing partner, Alan do some talking, which I thought was great, and then they completely cut Aziz off, and he didn't, like, get to thank anybody, so it was nice, like, he got to kind of have his moment for this role. I've watched this show a few times. Also, he was on my best dress list, too. Love a velour suit on a man. Me too. You were saying that Viola Davis's husband wore it as well. Yes. It looks amazing on him, and Aziz is, like, looking dapper these days. Um, I was really glad he won for this show. This show is, like, his baby, and, like, his parents are in it, his real parents, which is so nice. Um... <laughs> I thought that this was, like, a good moment for him. Um, I have all the winners up. There's, like, so many. The same sort of thing happened to Sterling K. Brown, too, so that was good. Yes. That he finally he's, got he's to make his, his speech. Wife. Yeah. Well, he's all, he was also the first African-American male in that category. Yes. So, um, let's talk about him. Why not? We're doing TV. So, best actor in a television series drama. His speech, um, he definitely did. I think that he did a good job. He was probably the only man of the evening that used, I felt like, the platform to talk about a cause. He thanked Dan Fogelman, the creator, for creating a role for a black man. Not a role that a black man or a white man can play, but a role that only a black man could have played. And I I, I don't know if you guys all watch the show. This show is amazing. It's like the best show on broadcast television right now. And he is my favorite in the show and like totally carries it and totally, totally deserved this award. I mean, he beat out like Jason Bateman and Liev Schreiber and like these huge names. And I was really, really excited to see another man in a velour suit win an award. <laughs> well, what's crazy is a couple, I think it was for Emmys, we were doing um, a package on Sterling and we were looking at some of his old roles and he was saying that um, the creator of the show that you were saying, created the role for an African-American man and his previous roles had just been kind of more stereotypical mm. and he was just so honored that he was given this platform and it was it's so true like if you've watched This Is Us then you would know but he's just amazing in that role and it suits him so well and what a great platform for him. He just seems like an amazing man. He told a story on the red carpet of like delivering his baby in his bedroom with his wife and it was just, I'm just like, what can you oh not God. do? <laughs> like, you deliver babies too, okay? <laughs> Part-time he, surgeon. Yeah. yeah. He's like the coolest dude ever. And I he's met really him. Cool. I met him when I was working at NBC. And like, he is so nice. Like, he literally sat and t- like, talked to me like, who the hell am I? Like, literally, I was like, I love your show. It's so good. He's like, thank you. And like, looked me in the eyes. I was like, going to cry. He is the <laughs> nicest guy. Like, and for all the success that he's had this year, like, Props to him. He is very well-deserving. We can't talk about the TV series without talking about Handmaid's Tale. So it beat out Game of Thrones in Best Television Series for Drama. And that was, like, not necessarily, like, the biggest upset, but it was definitely surprising because Game of Thrones has never won in this category. And they didn't get to be involved in the Emmys because they weren't eligible. And so people were kind of surprised that they didn't win for Best Drama. But I, for one, was very excited to see Handmaid's Tale win this one. I watched the show like, watch the show like this because it was so hard to watch, but it was so important. And I think, again, with this evening being the way that it was, this show was so important. And his speech, he said, he's like, thank you to all these women on this stage and in this room for making sure that The Handmaid's Tale never happens. Because Margaret Atwood's book was written in the 80s, and the fact that this book is just like a classic and it's still so relevant today is haunting, to say the least. 
It's crazy. It's crazy how relevant this show is and what we're experiencing now. So it was kind of a perfect one, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I think it, like, Game of Thrones easily could have won. But, like, let's let Game of Thrones win it next year. I think Handmaid's Tale needed to take it at this specific event on this night with this tone. Um, Speaking of which, Best Actress in a TV Series Drama went to Elizabeth Moss for her role of June um, or Offred in in Handmaid's Tale. Here she is. Also, she looks so cute. She was giving me her, like, Mad Men vibes in this dress. Oh, I love Mad Men. <laughs> I know, but, like, I feel like this, like, is what her character would wear if she had yes, went to, like, <laughs> the to, to the Golden Globes. Um, but, yeah, so she won for this role, which, like, again, if you've watched the show, she is, like, truly, truly spectacular and, like, really carries the show in a big way. Um, so I was really excited to see her win. I mean, again, she beat out, like, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Claire Foy, like, for The Crown, and, like, all these shows that are just also important and and insanely popular right now. But I think it was very fitting um, that that she won. Uh, Sky Patterson says he might watch The Handmaid's Tale. You should. Oh, you must. Sky, you, you must. must. If you got your access to Hulu, check it out. Something else is this is a big... This is a big night for streaming services. It was. You had Amazon Prime, and now you have Hulu. It's just crazy. Yeah, Maisel, uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, she won uh, Rachel Bros- Brosnahan, <laughs> whose name I'm working on. She won for Best Actress in a TV musical or comedy. But we cannot, again, talk about TV without talking about Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. So speaking of premium cable slash streaming services, HBO definitely didn't lose, even though they didn't win for Game of Thrones. They won every category they were nominated in for Big in Little sweep. Lies. In a nice sweep. <laughs> um, so they won. Uh, Nicole Kidman won for Best Actress uh, in a limited... So it's interesting. She was not supporting. She was actress. So her and Reese... They were competing. They were, so they were competing, competing against competing each other. Against, so, I'm yes. just like, so I watched the show. I'm just like trying to figure out. So they're the two leads and then everyone else is supporting. But it's kind of confusing because I kind of feel like everyone's the lead. Like I would right. be surprised that Shailene Woodley yeah. Well, yeah, there was multiple lead. layers. I feel like Shailene could have been on the same level as those two mm-hmm. in terms of lead. But oh, look at that dress. And her acceptance. Yeah. Her it looks really good on speech. stage. Her speech. Her to and Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. Like, well, uh, okay, did no one else see? Goals. I cried. Well, when she got up, she got up so fast and she was trying to kiss Keith and they just, like, their <laughs> lips just didn't match up together. And, like, I don't know if she's, like, trying to, like, relieve herself of last time when she kissed Alexander Skarsgård first right. or whatever happened. She's but it was just so funny. But then, obviously, she goes um, to dedicate, you know, the end of her speech to him. And it was right. really like when my cheek is so on, nice. when my cheek is on your cheek and the whole world melts yeah. away. Or something. Yeah. I'm like, so sweet. <laughs> it's like, I guess I know where he gets like his poetic music from. He, she right. probably says these like really beautiful things to him. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. that'll be a song. And she like thanked her kids. Like yeah. she's literally looking it right at him. Oh, I cannot. They are yeah. so cute. She's just stunning as a person. She really is. And like I've always loved her. Like I loved her in Lion. I've loved her in all of her pieces of work. But I fell in love with her in Big Little Lies. This show I watched it like all last week, so it's really fresh in my mind. Is so damn good. It's so good. It is so good. And again, so important. Like her character faced so much like physical and emotional abuse that I think it was so important for that to be brought to the forefront. And she was able to like seek out therapy, get help. Like those are such important things. And she was in a relationship with this person for so long right. that was abusing her. I hope that some people were watching last or Sunday night and that have watched the show have had some sort of, you know, voice given to them based off this role. Right. Well, Alexander Skarsgård also won the Golden Globe. Yep, he did. In his character 
best for this role. Supporting actor for this role. Yeah. For Are uh, they doing a season two? They are. They are. They yes. are. And they didn't really talk much about it. That's On the so red exciting. carpet, Laura Dern did say she's like, I'll be Renata again. That's all I could say. And Reese and I never will get along or something. Alexander Skarsgård on the red carpet also said am I actually dead too or something weird like that and then I was like I, I, I bet you he'll still be in the show like flashback wise because the show does so oh, much right. of those flashbacks especially mm-hmm. with Shailene and I feel like we'll get more of that from like Jane's character now that we know who he is yeah you know and I, it, I think it'll be interesting to see how season 2 plays out because season 1 was based only on the book and so to have season 2 kind of do its own thing I hope they do it justice because season 1 was so good I don't want them to ruin it um but yeah, that show is just... And it also won... Laura Dern also won for Best Supporting Actress. She was going up again against Shailene Woodley. To have a show that's nominated in every category with multiple people from the show in every category... It, yeah. Like, there was just, like, wasn't a chance that that show wasn't going to sweep. Um, it won, like, the Best Television Limited Series Motion Picture Made for Television, whatever that mouthful means aka it's the best um, so if you haven't watched it yet get someone's HBO password yesterday and watch it um, it is so good so important uh, also it won every award so I think it's worth your time um, I don't think I, I don't think it'll be like nominated for much more I think it kind of like did its Emmys and Globes had a good had a good, had a good run. run had a good run <laughs> um, okay let's move on to movies which is also fun um, I'm more of a TV person personally but the movies this year have really been amazing so I've tried to see a lot of them. I can say I haven't seen all of them yet, um, but I've definitely seen a lot of them. Let's start uh, start at the bottom. with, And by bottom, I mean still at the top. The best animated feature <laughs> went to Coco. Oh, Liza and I actually saw this together, and this movie, have you seen Coco? No, I haven't. Warren, I'm like oh, so we'll annoying. go again with you. So, okay. I cry. It is it's so cute. So <laughs> cute. It is so good. It was up against, like, honestly, I don't even know what Boss Baby is, or like, <laughs> there was one loving Vincent, which was like a serious. Oh um, yeah, like a, it, was <laughs> like like, an, it was like it was like all these like yeah. it was like very serious film. And then like Ferdinand, I guess was good. Whatever, don't care. Coco was amazing. Love Pixar. Crazy. The music it took was them so six good. Years to I know, this. and, oh my and gosh. It, I learned so much like about Mexican culture that I didn't know about. And like growing up in Southern California, I felt like I had like some understanding. I learned so much more, and it was like done so tastefully, so beautifully. Mm-hmm. And they got rid of the horrible frozen short in the beginning so you don't have to sit through a half an hour of Olaf um, yeah. you can just go straight into Coco you must see it it is so good and the Very music well is deserving. the music is so good um, moving on to best performance to an actress in a supporting role um, in a motion picture I guess musical or comedy it went to Alice and Janney and I Tanya and I love Alice and Janney. I, Tanya, like, I have mixed feelings about just because of the, the actual true story. I think Nancy Kerrigan needs some justice. That's a story for yes, another day. Yes, and they brought her Yeah, to they brought the Tanya award. Harding. Okay, which there, was at really their table. Tanya also tried to walk out on Piers Morgan today. I don't know if you heard No, what oh, no. Breaking, breaking news. What? Breaking. <laughs> breaking live. Wait, um, what happened? You heard it here first, kids. So Piers Morgan said to Tanya Harding, maybe it suits you to play the victim, but I think the victim in all of this wasn't you. It was Nancy Kerrigan, who had her Olympic dream shattered quite literally in her legs and right. so she tried to get up and walk out on the interview and then he was like no uh, whatever regardless Alice and Janney did a badass job at playing her mom like literally from the first few minutes of the film when she showed up I was like she's gonna kill it how many women can like be on one of the best sitcoms on television also be on like all the best movies on television Alice and Janney is like a unicorn she was also in our best dress yeah she looks really she hot. looks <laughs> unreal 
Unreal. She wait. She had a bird on her. Shoulder. Yeah. What was yeah, that? She know. had a bird on her shoulder. It was like, like it was like a, <laughs> it was like a. Well, she had a bird in the in the movie, in the movie. Tanya. So maybe yeah. she was like kind of. This no. dress was cool, and it was wearing black. This was one of the ones where it was, like, wearing black with, like, some white. It made it different. Oh, and Margot Robbie is so hot. She, Honestly. She had the flu, too, and she, she looked did. that good. Oh, my God. You should have seen me. I was sick last week, and I did not look like that. You Man. couldn't even, you couldn't even <laughs> gotten me on the stretcher to the Golden Globes if you right. wanted to. Like, <laughs> Margot Robbie looks so good. Um, I mean, would you miss the Golden Globes if you had the flu? I mean, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to go. Listen, that was a personal choice. <laughs> I was supposed to go for work and I had strep throat, so I wasn't there. But anyway, um, if I was nominated, oh, you yeah, better if believe you were nominated. I was you better believe I'd be there. I would have an IV like bag with me, <laughs> strolling it, yeah. a black IV bag. They literally have an IV <laughs> bag, and I'd be like sipping on my Pedialyte. Um, don't mind me. Um, okay, so best screenplay for a motion picture went to Martin McDonough for uh, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri, which I saw this movie as well. This is an absolute must. Um, we can't talk about this whole night without talking about Frances McDormand <laughs> because she won for best performance in an actor, best actress in a motion picture drama for this film as well. She carried this movie like, oh my gosh! I have not seen a strong, powerful woman in a film like her in a really long time. Like the whole two hours, three hours, whatever how long this long movie was, I was like totally in a trance by her the entire time. Well, and she's her, just a badass. She is. She's up here with, like, limited hair and makeup, wearing her dress. Like, it is not about the glitz and the glam for her. It is about the art. And that is what's so important. That's why she won this award, because she, like, really deserves it. It's not about anything for her besides, like, the job she was there to do. Um, some people had some, like, flack with her speech, said she was, like, acting wild and weird. But I was like, <laughs> I don't really care. I really enjoy her. She was so... So good. I just I like that so she cool. like acknowledged everyone that was on stage. Oh, like so instead cool. of the person that was just giving her the award, she like gave a hug to like even yeah. the girl just just standing in the Miss background. Miss Golden Globe, which is yeah. uh, the Rock's daughter. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to Simone. her, Simone Johnson. Um, someone else in the comments, um, E and y'all Wayne agrees with me. Nancy just hashtag ju- uh, justice for Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> Thank you. Agreed. I'm ready for I Nancy. Coming soon to <laughs> theater. Me, me, Nancy. Me, me Nancy. N- Nancy. No, it's going to be called Why? <laughs> no. Ow. Too soon. No, she's... Did you... So I had found... I, when I was sick in bed last week, I like was Googling all the real footage of Nancy Kerrigan screeching on the floor. Poor thing. She was like, oh somebody help me. Like, why me? Why? I was like, yeah, this is... It's actually pretty insane. A random stranger just comes into her private gym and smashes her with a crowbar. That's two minutes of this movie. That's like two hours. I'm like, can we rewind to that? Right. Anyway, um, not. I, I think it was a little weird that Tanya Harding was there. Um, Margot Robbie was nominated for Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy for that. And I think that Margot Robbie was great at that role. But I do think that Saoirse Ronan deserved the win for Lady Bird. <laughs> If you have not seen any movies this year, if you don't see anything this entire year, do yourself a favor and go see Lady Bird if you want to smile. Like, it is the most feel-good, coming-of-age, happy, like, everyone can relate to one part of it or, no, one part of it or another film. I absolutely loved it. Like, probably my be- favorite movie in a few years. I need to see it still. I need That's to see the one it I'm Oh, like my gosh. Hiding. I went to like, an all-girls Catholic high school, oh, so I'm you like, will. I need to go. Literally like, love this. Really? It is made for you. Uh, like, 
And it's also a love letter to Northern California, specifically Sacramento. That's where what? it takes place. Like, you will literally, this is your life. <laughs> it's me. It is your life. <laughs> you are Lady Bird. Um, yeah, this is Greta Gerwig. My here. family calls me Bird, too, so oh. this is and, weird. And you're a lady. <laughs> and you're like, she, you. she names herself Lady Bird in the movie. They're like, what's your name? Her name is Christine, but she she, she goes, is Lady Bird your God-given name? She goes, yeah, God-given by me. <laughs> Given to me by me. Yeah, I love her. I love that. Um, she is so, so good. Um Sersha also is like another everyone that was nominated was like girl crush like Margot Robbie Gall Godot was there I like Godot. so many girl crushes She's in so one room I don't even think I can handle it like Reese Witherspoon even like was serving just major vibes last night um Another uh, big award, best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama, went to Gary Ullman in The Darkest Hour, which actually was an upset because a lot of people thought Tom Hanks from The Post was going to win it. Um, Denzel Washington was nominated. Daniel Day-Lewis. That is, I mean, Gary Ullman is is amazing, and I, I still thought it was like kind of an upset for him to win that category. It was interesting because in Seth's opening, he was like, The Post is nominated tonight with Meryl Streep, um, like Tom Hanks, and then like the girl yeah. walks out with all the Golden Globes, and he's like, no, 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 not yet, but it actually didn't end up winning any. That was crazy. Crazy. Was like, how do you jinx a, them. Yeah, you kind of did jinx them, I think. I think that that movie will win more at, like, maybe SAG slash Oscar. Yeah. yeah. I think that the Golden Globes are more... Like a more of like a popular vote, whereas like the Academy is like very serious and critical and is going to go with like a different vibe. I, th- I don't. I don't think the Globes are a prediction of the Oscars by any means. Right, I agree. Maybe besides three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, winning for best picture in emotions or best picture drama. Well, then, what do you think? Which nominations do you think will cross over to the Oscars? Well, okay, so best picture for drama, the nominations were Call Me by Your Name, Dunkirk, The Post, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. I could see those being similar. I don't know if I'd keep Dunkirk in the top five. See, I okay, I saw Dunkirk. But do you think it would be nominated with those other ones? I think that Florida Project will probably get the the fifth spot. Oh, actually, in Oscars, I think there's like ten sometimes nominated, so it might stay. Gosh, I don't know. Dunkirk was pretty good. It was for someone like me who does not like war movies. Right. That was a good one. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know. Three Billboards won for the best picture for drama for um, the Golden Globe, and I think it was very well deserved. Again, that film is like an absolute absolute must. Um, we opened with the song that won best song, which was um, "This Is Me" from The Greatest Showman. Um, we all saw The Greatest Showman. One movie we can all we can all say we saw. <laughs> yeah. It was I actually loved it. I haven't seen this this movie took them like seven years to make. These are the two guys that wrote the entire soundtrack. Um a movie like this hasn't been made in a really long time. A movie that's an original screenplay that's a musical. Like it took them a really long time to get this made. Usually this like kind of thing would go to Broadway. It's awesome that it went into theaters and it had like Hugh Jackman. I actually think that Hugh Jackman should have won the category that he lost James Franco for. Um, so, best actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy, James Franco they won were for the actor artist. They were saying that his face yeah, was, that was like, all over Twitter that he didn't win. Poor Hugh. All over Twitter, yeah. Um, Sang his heart out. I know. But, I don't hate that James Franco won. Um, well, so there, there was some flack about James Franco. So, he was wearing the Time's Up pin, and... I will say the most awkward moment of the night, we might see it right here, is when James Franco literally, oh like, pushes Tommy out of the way when he, like, comes to talk in the microphone. That was definitely, like, cringeworthy a little bit. Um, <laughs> like just stiff-armed in, him. Just in terms of, like, awkward moment. Well, then don't call him up there. Right. You know, I know the like, kind of personality he, he wanted to talk. Exactly. Um, but there was some backlash on James Franco because there was all this stuff on Twitter, like, not saying this is all, like, alleged, but... Um, 
apparently there was some sexual misconduct uh, that was being spoken about regarding James Franco, and people were upset that he was wearing the pin if he had done X, Y, and Z. And I mean, obviously, we don't know if any of it is true. It's all just allegations. But that's what I mean in the sense that, like, there were men in that room that were in question as well. So I felt like a little bit, like, some of the jokes that were happening, and I was watching people laugh, and I was like, are you guilty? I mean, I suppose they're all right. innocent until proven guilty, but like, I don't know. I felt a little bit, a little bit weird with some yeah. of the, some of the things that were going on. Is and it worse to like wear the pin or not wear the pin? No, it's I feel like, like everyone, him, everyone you know? had to wear the pin. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and again, like it's all just allegations, but like there was a lot of stuff floating around on Twitter on the night of, and some people were, you know, upset and whatnot. Right. Um, I, but I do think that Hugh Jackman with the Greatest Showman like really could have won that one. But or the guy from Get Out. A lot of people were pissed that he didn't win. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Daniel Kaluuya. I think yeah, his name is. yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Steve Carell was also nominated for Battle of the Sexes, which I didn't see, and I need to see. I need to see Battle. I of saw the that one. Battle of the Sexes. Was, was <laughs> we own <it> one. <laughs> we got two one. actually. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think I need. I'm going to see that one before. That one I could also see getting some Oscar nominations as well. Um, but I'm going to dedicate the last few minutes of this this show tonight to um, the queen of the of the evening, Oprah Winfrey. Mm. Um, I don't think we could even talk about the Globes without talking about her. I wanted to give her her, her special time. Reese Witherspoon introduced her, and I've honestly never seen Reese like nervous. It she was, was nervous. she was nervous, and like for someone like Reese Witherspoon, and look at Stedman, what a guy. <laughs> Reese know. was so nervous. It was so sweet. Uh, they just worked together on a Wrinkle in Time, so I think they're buddy buddies. Um, but anyway, Oprah gave a speech that was her um, declaration of presidency, apparently, for 2020, <laughs> according to Twitter. Everyone was like, Oprah 2020. What was so funny, though, is after when people were interviewed, like Meryl Streep was like, I've always wanted her to run. I want her to run. And, and Stedman was like, well, I don't think she'd say no. So I don't know. What did you guys think? Like this, just in her tone, I felt like it was very presidential. Yeah, I saw a meme on Instagram and it was a picture of Stedman. Yes. And he was, like, beaming, yes. and the caption was, when you realize you're going to be the first lady. <laughs> and I loved it. So true. Um, I mean, I would vote for Oprah. I love Oprah. Same. I think I, everything she stands for is amazing. I think her speech was literally, I, I think there wasn't a person in America who didn't at least hear about it. You know what I mean? Um, there's a lot to say about a celebrity that has a platform, but I think you know, her past has really turned her into someone that can fight for injustices that we face today. And coming from someone like her, it means a lot. It so really does. You have my vote, Oprah. Yeah, she was definitely the perfect person to receive this award this year and mm-hmm. give that speech. That was really good. Yeah, I mean, it was moving and it was powerful. And some of the things she said, she was like speaking to young women, but she was also just speaking to everyone. And she was like, it's so obvious right now that so many people are just, like, looking for a positive leader, and she just really stepped up and filled that role. Right. And I, I also love that she made sure to include that some men are also a positive influence on right. this movement. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. men are also fighting, too. Men have also been victims of sexual right. harassment as well. So yeah. 100%. the fact that she involved them was great, I thought. Yeah. Unnecessary. I I, I, I completely agree. Um, she There was one thing she said uh, that really stuck with me. For too long, women have not been heard or believed when speaking their truth, but that time is up. And I think that's just like such a encapsulating quote about this entire evening and this entire mm-hmm. movement. And like, you know, for all the women that weren't able to speak up and for all the men that weren't able to speak up and for all the women that were standing beside each other and for men that were standing by them too, like, 
like I said about some men in this room maybe being guilty and whatnot, like, there are most of them are not. You know what I mean? Like, obviously it's not everyone. But I do think what Oprah brought to the attention was just, like, this is just one night. This is the beginning of a something that now has to go forward and become a movement. It's like, yeah. this was getting the ball rolling on something much bigger. Like, this was one evening in the rest of our lives. And, like, I think when it comes to, like, presidency or whatever everyone was talking about... Maybe that didn't seem so realistic a few years ago, but now that Donald Trump has come in and done it, who, by the way, <laughs> has already tweeted that he would beat Oprah in 2020. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah of course he had to get himself okay. involved. Um, but well, like, I for, think, well, he'd have to also beat Kanye. Right. Like, Kanye like, what, we, didn't, we didn't talk about political yeah. parties yet. Oh, and Maria Menounos said she wants to run now, oh, too. Okay. So, <laughs> and, and, so she's got my vote yeah. over, over any of them. Um, but regardless, like, Oprah is, like, just... There's no reason why she can't do it now, too. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I think I think that, like, for so long, so many people thought it could only be politicians or whatever. It's like, if she gets a, you know, a badass politician to run with her as her VP, like, okay, I trust them, you know? I mean, at this point, it's like, if Trump can do it, literally anyone can do it. Well, I thought it was just a nice way of, like, saying how good her speech was. Was it, it was presidential status, but now it's, like, a serious thing that people are... Same. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe she we'll has see. been planning. Who knows? But I don't know. I think it was really special that Oprah spoke and that she gave her words, you know, on this movement. I think, I think solidarity is the reason that we're able to successfully fight this now. Right. You know what I mean? Because you know, back in the day, one person would speak up and no one would really, you know, band with them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think obviously there is strength in numbers, and you know, obviously strength in having a celebrity platform which she used perfectly yeah and i really hope that this like doesn't end like here i hope that this kind of goes forward and this gets the ball rolling and that like this conversation doesn't stop and this conversation happens in in hospitals on wall street in washington dc like i want this conversation to happen everywhere and i want people when they see something to say something and not be afraid if they like have something that in their workplace that isn't making them comfortable like do something about it. We're past the point where you can sit idly by. Like, if you see something that's even just mildly questionable, like, we are not in a place, no matter what industry you work in, where that's ever going to be okay again. And she's actually the first black woman to have ever won this award as well. So she said, it's not lost on me at this moment that some little girl's watching as I become the first black woman to be given this award this evening. So I think that she really took this opportunity as a privilege. Because I feel like some people, when they win a Lifetime Achievement Award, can get up there and, like, you know, feel humbled but, you know, not necessarily, like, seize the moment. She right. seized her moment, and this was, like, over nine minutes, her speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know she, like, I'm sure had a lot of it planned, but I just feel like it was all really, truly coming from the heart, you know? I feel like as many of the speeches were last night and as many of the moments on the carpet and just really everything were. Um, so this was, again, like, a really unique award show. I, I'm curious because, you know, award season technically starts, like, with the Emmys back in September, but this really is, like, the, the beginning of, like, proper award season. Kicks it off. It does. And I wonder how the rest of award season is going to play out now um, through March, through the Oscars. We have, like, three more months of this, you know? Like, is is this going to be the tone the entire way through? Um, I know it will be at SAG, but, like, I wonder what the Grammys are going to be like. Is the music community going to do something? Um, Because that's the biggest night in that world. So I wonder what it's going to be like. Because this is obviously an issue there, too, like Kesha and Taylor Swift and all these musicians that have had um, issues with sexual assault as well. So it'll be be really interesting to see how the rest of the award show goes. Um, 
I, for one, I'm excited to cover it and excited to see what happens. I also am excited to like keep this conversation going because I think the more that we're all talking about it, the better. Um, like the more people that are you know exposed to this conversation, the more like families that watch this at home that where an open dialogue is brought up, the better because you never know. Um, and yeah, I mean, like in, in the comments, I'm seeing some stuff about like this happens in you know all different communities. It happens across like the gay community as well. It happens across all. It's it's intersectional. You know what I mean? Like, and I think Oprah's a really good representation of that. She's an African American woman. Like, there's intersectionality in every issue, and so I think that like everyone coming together, men, women of all different races, genders, sexual orientations, in this room was just, like, a small community of people that I hope will expand across the entire world because we really need it right now, <laughs> to say the very least. We got a lot of Oprah 2020s in the comments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey for president in 2020 would be amazing. Oh, some people are saying they want Michelle Obama. I would love that. A Michelle and Oprah ticket? <laughs> that would be amazing. Woo! Give me some of that, for real. Um... Well, I feel like that is all we have. I mean, we could literally talk about this all night <laughs> um, because there's just so much. We can go on and on and on about this evening. But um, let's wrap up. And if anyone has any you know, further comments or wants to continue this conversation with you on social media, where can they do that? Uh, you can find me at Lauren T. Pacheco. And you can find me on Instagram at Liza.Rubin. And you can find me everywhere at Danny Golub. Please let us know in the comments below what you thought. Tweet at us if you have any, you know, thoughts and questions. And we will be back to cover all the award shows and live events this season. So don't miss it. We are here on AfterBuzz all the time. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.